So welcome back again to our podcast here on Come and See Inspirations. Uh, today, we're delighted to welcome back into the studio Father Frank Dewey from Newcastle West Parish. Thanks for joining us, Father Frank, and you're very welcome. You're very welcome, John. Thank you. I asked Father Frank to come in and join us today to maybe give us his thoughts on Advent. So, Father Frank, where would you like to go? Yeah, the um, the strange thing about Advent is, we, obviously, we see it as preparing for Christmas, but... Um, uh, Advent talks a lot about the end of the age, is the phrase that, that's used. And uh, the text I would like to pick from Luke chapter 21, verse 33, is heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. That's a very strange comment. The heaven passing away is bothering you, John. Talk to me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually looked it up in the Jerome, the most prestigious commentary there is, and it calls it a Semitic idiom, a Semitic saying. uh, Even, you know, even if the sky and the earth pass away, you know, that's what he's saying. And, you know, we shouldn't be too surprised at that because that has made its way into our language. Don't you hear people saying, well, I'll move heaven and earth to achieve this. Same thing, same thing. Um, but he's talking there about that some, a lot of things change, but his word will not change. That's kind of the theme I would like to follow. And, and, and if you think of it, John, you know, so much has changed. So much has collapsed. Like if you go back to the Old Testament, the temple in Jerusalem, into the New Testament times, the temple in Jerusalem, considered one of the seven wonders of the world at the time, was destroyed and left with the Wailing Wall, which I'm sure you're familiar with, John. I I know you are. Um, And then if you jump right across centuries and in more modern times, we had the collapse of the great, Celtic tiger, the collapse of an economy and the banking system that many thought were here to stay, we know what happens. As well as collapsing, these pillars, as many saw them, brought in their wake a great deal of insecurity as well. Jobs were lost, John. Mortgages taken out in the good days started to cripple people. Pensions funds collapsed. COVID? I knew you were going to mention it, John. And now we have COVID. Last year came our friend COVID. Not just an epidemic, but a pandemic right across the whole world. And again, this pandemic has taught us that much of what we have taken for granted can so easily pass away. Some things will never be the same again. And I think now people will probably talk in terms in everyday language of pre-COVID and post-COVID. It'll become a landmark in our uh, reflecting on things. Many people sadly died of covid with loved ones not even there. Who would have believed that if you said a few years ago that loved ones would die and they couldn't, the family couldn't go to see them in hospital? Many people lost their jobs and so forth. So we're not as secure as we thought we were. 
No, John, we're not. The point I'm making is that we haven't much control, as those events over the last few decades should have taught us. And not only have we not got much control, but very few things are guaranteed security and guaranteed to last. As Jesus says in my opening quote, heaven and earth will pass away. Many things will pass away, but my words will not pass away. So that's one of the lessons really of Advent. Yes, John. Mm. In this sense, we see Advent as preparing for Christmas, Christ's first coming. And of course, it is about uh, preparing for that. But if you look through the Advent readings, you will notice that in early Advent, especially in the first two weeks, the Word of God speaks more about the final coming at the end of the age. And I think there's a good insight there, John, for us in life. And let me take a very simple, practical example or image that we can all relate to. John, if you were going uh, on a journey, especially any kind of a distance, wouldn't where you are going, in other words, your destination, dictate a lot of things? First, what time you would leave and what provisions you would bring and what preparations you would make and so forth. And if you look at our faith life as a journey, which is often the case, as you know, John, in spiritual writing, a faith journey. And if we decide that our destination will dictate how we prepare and go about that faith journey, that is the pattern that we find in the Word of God in Advent. To go back to our experience in recent decades, Jesus would say, do not worry at all about these things that don't last. Keep your eye on where you are going and I will guide you through my word. I'm obviously there putting words into the mouth of Jesus, but very much in line with what he, he did say. The Lord continues to speak to us in good times and in bad, COVID or whatever else. And the Lord's word is the constant. That's what he's saying. The Lord follows every step of our way. And no matter what we experience or what sentiments are in our hearts, the word of God has something relevant to say to where we are at. You're very taken by... By the word of God, Father Frank. The yeah, and, again, the, and the, the, power, the power of God's yeah. word, you know. You know that from the Lexio Divina, John, you know, like yeah. it's... Um, but I, 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 I got involved in Lexio Divina about over 20, nearly 25 years ago now. And I, I've, it has grown uh, to be more and more part of my life. And for people who don't know what Lexio Divina is, it's relating the word of God to our everyday lives. Yeah. Uh, you're right, John, I am taken by it. And a very clear picture that emerges in Scripture, in the Word of God, is of a God who desires to communicate and invites a response from us. The Lord is never silent. We may not hear him, but he's never silent and he's never caught for words. When I say he's never silent and never caught for words, what I'm saying is the Word of God is ever fresh, ever new, all always relevant and 
we can apply it in so many different ways uh, to our lives. So, Father Frank, do you think that listening to the God's Word today is problematic? I certainly do, John, and I think it would be less than honest to to acknowledge that. It, it is, and that's part of the problem today about, you know, the faith is struggling a bit, is that there are so many noises invading our lives uh, today, so many voices competing for our attention, and, and they're doing so very forcefully and quite compellingly. And I would say more forcefully and more compellingly than I realize because I'm not into the world of social media but there is a lot of competition there for our attention and it's hard to hear what has been called by spiritual writers the gentle voice of God in the middle of all of that noise but when you do decide to make that space it can be so so meaningful so really what you're saying Father Frank is that Advent, it's, it's really inviting us to listen to the Word of God. Yeah, that's, I mean, I could have spoken about many things about Advent, but this is the one that I just, you asked me to, to pick yeah, some angle. Yeah. And um, uh, Advent, then, you see, we shouldn't forget either. Like, we're, we, we all have New Year coming up, but Advent is the beginning of the church's year. Yeah. So we start again at the beginning of Advent. And therefore, it's an ideal time to look at our destination and follow the best roadmap back to our destination thing, what I said earlier. And the best roadmap is the ever fresh, ever living, ever meaningful word of God. That's my you know, contention. My my thoughts, just as you were reading that, um, Father Frank, and just reflected that back to us, and my experience of Lecture Divina, mm-hmm. you don't really have to have need to have a PhD in. Oh, no, no. In bibliology, or know everything, a no. word of the gospel. The, 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 what I hear coming through from your reflections today is that word listening. listening. I've got to listen to the word oh, of God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and, it's, uh, and you listen, John, with the ears of your heart. Yeah. Hmm. That, you know, the, one of my favorite images, I may well have said this to you before, John, is the sacred heart picture where an artist creates the impression with Jesus pointing a statue or a picture Mm. his finger pointing to the heart in many ways that is a summary of the whole gospel of Jesus you know because he reduced it all to love God and love your neighbour you know and um, so it's not just listening and you mentioned the PhD in fact I hope there's no PhD listening to me now that that thinks but but (laughs) the PhD could be a barrier Alexio Divina. So it's not a question of intelligence at all. It's a question of someone who is interested in listening to what God has to say to us and to our experience at this time. And if he came today, he'd have nothing new to say. He would talk uh, in different language. Instead, if he came to Ireland today, he wouldn't be talking about shepherding sheep and that. He'd probably talk about social media and all that. But he, he was a great teacher. He picked his examples from the world around him. But um, yes, listening, listening, listening. But isn't that the first, one of the first things every parent teaches a child? Right. Are you listening to me? That's right. That's yeah. right. How That's many right. times do we hear a parent telling the child to go up and tidy your room and the child doesn't go, are you listening to me? God is saying the same thing. The one thing that's always got me about Lecture Divina too has been that when I allow myself to be open to the Word of God, 
I'm surprised at how relevant it is to my own life. Oh, yeah, yeah, you see, but it, and, but you get back there to the fact that it's the word of God. God addresses our truth, our real situation. God's word is not spy in the sky. He knows he, us. He knows us. <laughs> and he addresses us. And the thing is that what you could read a piece of scripture, John, and it says something to you and speaks beautifully to you, to some part of your experience. And if you were to underline that, say, in your New Testament, you know, and then you come around reading that part of Scripture again, maybe six months later, you know, yeah. and you've it underlined and you wonder why you underline it, because there's another line beside it yes. that you're now underlining. Yes. But the way I look at that, like, is that he, he, he talked about the Word of God as a seed. The, yeah. the seed, the first seed six months ago has taken root. It's gone in. He has, it's, it's gone into the heart okay. if you gave it the space and the time. Mm. Now there's, here's another one to say that you didn't see it all the first time. Mm. And you could go back a thousand times and it'll say something new to you if you're listening, listening, listening. And it's like, you know, the seed, if you decide, I, I probably used this example here before. Mm. It's one of my favorite yeah. ones. If you decided to be lazy, and instead of sowing the, the, the flowers or the potatoes yeah. or whatever in the garden, you said, I'll throw them down here in the concrete. There's no digging. <laughs> you know where it happened. You know, yeah. And that's what happens to the Word of God. Quite a deal for not listening. So you're absolutely right. We listen. We, we listen primarily with the ears of our hearts. And it because Advent, of course, is, um, is the time to prepare ourselves for the coming of Jesus. That's right. And so even more than ever uh, to be able to to be open, to listen to whatever has been uh, the Lord is trying to speak to me during this time so as I mm. can get more out of Christmas. I'm not talking about <laughs> more presents and all yes, that yeah. sort of stuff, mm. but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about somebody used the word to me now the other day, the, the, the joy, mm. not happiness, but the joy. Oh, yeah. know, I, I've been able to, wow. But, but God will only speak to me in the way I, John can understand that. That's right. You often told us, and that's the thing that I've always taken away from next year, myself and you and a few more, 20 or 30 of us can read the same piece of scripture, but all get something different. That's right. Because he speaks to where we're at, yeah. to our experience, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's right. And you talked about the joy there, you know, you, mm. you, on this this Sunday, we're celebrating yeah, Gaudete Sunday, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, where the emphasis is on the joy of being a follower of Christ. Yeah. I know we said we wouldn't use this word resolution, but I'm going to use this word resolution now. But one of the resolutions, if one wants to pick something to do for the rest of Advent, for the few weeks that are left, is to listen. To, it's yeah. just to be open. Just yeah. let it happen. Yeah, and um, and we must create that bit of wilderness or desert, you know. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that you must have that. Otherwise, the noises of the world will crowd it out. God doesn't compete with the noises of the world. He waits patiently. But it's amazing what he has to say when we shut out the noises and open our hearts to him. And, you know, it doesn't take that much. I mean, whether that can be maybe last thing at night or, or first thing in the morning. It's a lovely time, actually, to you know spend that little bit of time by yourself. You might be reading a bit of scripture, but you might just be open to whatever the word of God's going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just give me five or ten minutes. And I'm surprised what little mm. thing comes up. And later on during the day, mm. where did I get that from? Oh, yeah. That was... That's right, yeah. Let's see it again. As I said there earlier, he's never silent. He's never stuck forward. I say that. So now we might go for a second piece of music on the podcast today. And it's funny the way the reflection went, because a piece of music that I've decided to play, uh, to play us out in this part, is Be Still for the Presence of the Lord. Lovely. So Perfect. we'll go out and hear this and come back and join us again in part three, where we read and reflect on the Word of God. 